to Geo Podcast again. So um, I'm Alex. And I'm Chetap. And we have a guest today, Topi Tukianov. Hi, Topi. Hello. Nice to be here. Maybe say a few sentences about yourself. Um, yeah, I, I work as a GIS consultant in a company called Gispo in Finland. And um, I'm probably here to talk about open source. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is right. That is right. So we had this debate uh, in the course and also in the chair of geoinformatics now. And I think every now and then this comes up. What is the better GIS um, suite of tools to use, open source or commercial source software? So, and we have come up with a couple of core points um, that we think people will have uh, diverse opinions about. Mm. So I'm going to ask you a couple uh, of these points and it would be really great to hear your opinion. Yes. So one of the first points, of course, is the commercial um, GIS software costs money, so you have to pay the license, open source is free. Um, is there something that we need to be more aware of? Um, yeah, I think just calling open source free might be a slightly naive approach. It might be something that some people say, but in, in, in the real world you do have to invest, if not actual money, at least your time to learn the software. So um, calling it free, uh, it's, it's free to take into use, it's free to try out, but um, if you want to take full advantage of, uh, of all the benefits of open source, uh, it's definitely not free. But it's, let's say that it's um, uh, able to uh, compete in the costs of, of the commercial licenses, what you can get for the same money. Let's say that if you would spend the same money uh, that you spend on uh, commercial licenses on open source uh, bug fixing, training, development, you would get a lot of things that you wouldn't even think of. I think that's a really good point of view, that while the actual software is free of charge, there's more cost involved sort of owning yeah. or using the software. Yeah. Well put. There's, there are no free lunches. There's no free lunches. And I think this brings us to a closely related point of view. Um, companies, um, probably particularly larger agencies or government agencies, like to take commercial software and like to take a contract with the provider of the commercial software because of uh, things like liability and they have a definite person to go to and they have a definite person to provide service um, like maintenance and uh, software updates and uh, and yeah that, that's yeah. that's pretty much it's it what's what's your point of view uh, regarding open source that there's not like the one person to go to uh, at the same time, I would say that it's like a pro and a con uh, with, with commercial software because uh, if you take everything from one vendor, that means that more likely you end up in a vendor lock too. But uh, with open source software, uh, let's think about for example QGIS, there are multiple different companies op offering different levels of uh, support for QGIS. Uh, if you don't like one, you can change, change your support. Uh, vendor and, and it's the same same thing for other open source software but oftentimes uh, people who are not much uh, you know trained in this kind of softwares they might not feel the need of going to different or researching into different companies who are providing this kind of different kind of support so they would rather tend to go to a single party who mm -hmm. are trying to put like put all the possible solutions that a company need like the government agencies probably they, they would try to still be with the 
commercial software because they think that commercial software will provide them with the, all the needs that they have. So what do you think about that? Like, I, I understand that point of view and I, I think from a government uh, agency that, uh, perspective it's quite tempting mm-hmm. to go, go to a one, one vendor but uh, at the same time um, it has to be considered that uh, getting getting open source software it uh, demands different kind of approach and it, it demands different kind of mindset than the traditional uh, IT uh, getting your IT IT yeah. software. Like in past few years we have seen like especially not specifically into DIS communities but open source communities that open source software is trying to be more user friendly or having a more user friendly approach and if we are talking into that like um, the flexibility of uh, having all the sources in single place or going to one party for a single solution uh, would you say like do, or do you see any kind of trend coming up where these open source softwares in DIS is uh, having this kind of uh, offering or in future probably they are thinking about something like providing uh, all kind of solutions from a single platform? Um, I, I feel like I haven't seen that and I, I, I personally feel like I, I wouldn't like to see even to see it go, go that way but I, I rather like the and I believe that there are a lot of people also on the customer side that like the current setting uh, for example with the GIS tools that there are a lot of vendors a lot of smaller vendors where you can choose from and, and it uh, leaves you flexibility in, in terms of what you do. I know it, it demands a bit more from, from the side who's sourcing the software, but I, I think it's um, then after you have made your selection, it leaves you a lot of options too. I would like to um, draw the discussion to a slightly maybe under-discussed field. Um, historically, open source had the reputation of being not very user-friendly because mm people who needed a functionality would put in the functionality in first and would care about usability later. Um, but nowadays um, QGIS 3 is uh, really nice and user-friendly, but this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So um, how, how do you feel about this uh, user, user-friendliness between commercial and, and open source? Is this a thing nowadays? Um, it, it might be. It of course, depends on, on who, who you ask from. But because um, uh, open source software is, um, they evolve in different kind of ways, uh, and, and and QGIS is a good example of a bigger project where uh, all new features and, and everything is discussed very um, thoroughly. So it's um, in in that sense, uh, it's a good example of of something where you can mm, ha- have a lot of options there. But of course. Uh, I, I personally feel that in, in open source software it's uh, harder to make the decision of getting rid of some feature. So uh, I, I must admit that in some projects I feel that uh, they get more and more and more features but there's not a clear person who's saying that we might want to get rid of this one. Okay, so. okay I think um, one last point. Um, uh, flexibility, flexibility. I think is uh, one one last point. We should go a little bit more into depth. Um, obviously, every open source advocate would say, oh, use open source because you can uh, extend the functionality and you can, you know, um, fix bugs as you can create new functionality and so on. 
But many people uh, would argue that uh, I'm not a coder, uh, how does that relate to me? Like, um, and, and also in uh, commercial tools like ArcGIS, they have, let's say, the Python API. Mm -hmm. So I can also extend quite a bit. Do you see uh, what type of tension do you see there or, or advantages, disadvantages? Um, if, if there would be a case where there would be a, a big organization using, using an open source tool, and uh, they would uh, recognize a bug that, that would, or, or they would want a new feature. Uh, with, with open source tools, they can, um, they can find a, a developer who is able to develop that feature and really get that in, even into the core of, of that software. But with commercial software, it's, uh, you, you don't have that same option. So I, I think that's, that's really valuable. And one point I maybe want to bring out myself is that uh, now that we're talking about open source in a, in a university context, right is the reproducibility, which is one, one of the core things of making science and making geoscience. And once you do your science with open source tools, uh, the reproducibility of, of your work gets a whole different kind of credibility when you can say that here are the tools, here, here's how they work, it's not a black box, and you can actually show that this is, how, this is what I did with these tools, you can try it out yourself. I think that's really valuable too. And to end this, probably you can say a few lines about what you see the future is like of these open source softwares in this uh, different research, education, and also in the commercial, like different companies using these open source softwares. What do you mean features? Features. Oh. Like what, is, what does the future look like for oh. open source softwares? Uh, at least uh, where I'm working in open source consulting, I'm seeing this uh, optimistic and bright. <laughs> I, I see a lot of organizations shifting towards open source and it seems really good, positive. Cool. Thank you so much, Topi, for uh, coming to our podcast. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> All right, then. Uh...